0: Hello everybody, this is Travis again with another episode of Dial the Wild Podcast. This week I'm joined by Stevie Moe. He has his own podcast called Getting Strange with Stevie Moe. We get into wrestling, we get into comedy, we get into a laundry list of different stuff. But it's all good fun, it's a great time. I was was happy to have him. Um, Check him out, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Getting Strange with Stevie Moe. And we're just gonna get into it. So enjoy. What's the Stevie Most story? You always a Quad City kid?
1: Yeah, I uh born and raised Rock Island, Illinois. Uh you know, I I eventually started moving around different places after uh, after I got out of high school, uh college mostly. I think I was I was about 20. Uh, two, twenty-three, twenty-four, somewhere around there. When I finally started moving out, um, of my hometown, and I've always stayed local to the Quad Cities. I mean, obviously, I'm trying to move further and further away. Uh, possibly looking at Dubuque. I just got a uh, got a pretty lady up there, and you know, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, awesome. The Quad Cities, is, yeah, Quad Cities is a great place, man. Uh, everything I've ever wanted to do, um, uh, I was able to achieve. There's great places to eat around here. There's a lot of opportunity a lot of work. And I, I I've I've had some uh, I've had some fun times and some really bad times. But that's just uh, you know it's it's the curl of the burl, dude. You know.
0: There you go. And then, uh, so you got your day job. You do your thing. You, um, you know, I I interviewed with Kurt. You know, um, a couple months back, and he kind of told me how they kind of got their start with WCB, and you were obviously part of that for a while. And then yep. uh kind of grew some wings and started doing your own thing.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I I departed from WCB, I want to say uh, you know, I I COVID hit. Uh, and then things, you know, we weren't really recording together, and I just uh you know, I I I, I felt like I wanted to do something more, something else, you know, it was, um, it was getting to the point where I just wanted to be able to, um, you know, just, just do something more than, than bow hunting. And there was a lot of other guys that were, you know, very, very good. And mm-hmm. I just, I, I I started feeling like, um, that if I stepped away to go do my thing and, you know, maybe someone else could could be, in they my would be spot. able
0: to grow and move on. You can grow yeah. and move on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, anybody you talk to or ask about the situation, they all just say the same thing. It's like, it was mutual. It was best for Steve is best for WCB and, and, you know, it's going to be a good thing. And you've got, you've, you had Pat Miletic on, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, and that was a killer episode. Cause I never knew, of course, you hear about the Academy and, and the craziness that goes on there uh, my uncle actually lived in Bettendorf for several mm-hmm. years doing electrical work for the union there. And, uh, he just tell me one night we were going out to have some drinks and he was telling me, Hey, um, you know, our family has a tendency to want to fight a little bit, maybe after they've had a few to drink. I said, yeah, what's your point? He goes, yeah, don't be doing that up here he's <laughs> like the militic camp is up here and uh when you think that little 110 115 pound guy is gonna roll you up and turn you into a human pretzel you're wrong
1: <laughs> yeah he's uh he, he's one bad dude he uh yeah it was it was definitely cool getting him on you know obviously with him training everybody uh from a was- met he was
0: yeah, I just never knew that that was that whole conspiracy theory side to
1: him. <laughs> yeah that that came out a little bit later, which it's it's cool, and you know I've known about it for a while, and this is you know kind of leading into why I wanted to start the project that I started. Um, you know, again, kind of uh, not that not that I'm I'm saying my time in WCB was up essentially, but it was just, it was time for me to, like you said, stretch out, mm-hmm. um, because obviously I'd been doing stand-up comedy for, you know, before this there's, I have so many other interests other than just bow hunting mm-hmm. that I, I wanted to get into. And WCB just wasn't, it wasn't the platform for it
0: right and and we were going to get into that here in a bit with your stand-up yeah. and everything i want people to be able to find you and and, and be able to check that stuff out because mm. you played a clip on one of your podcasts a little <laughs> while back of it was like yeah stevie had a few to drink that night
1: <laughs> uh that particular night no i was actually sober the one oh, up man. in dubuque mm-hmm. uh because I, I i did a sober run actually i met the met the lady that i'm seeing uh while i was sober and actually bombed. It was like my first time back in a long while. And yeah, I wanted to try some shit and just, it fell flat on its face. But uh, that's part of it though, isn't it? You know? Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I wasn't uh, partaking in uh, any other uh, substances, (laughs) but you know, I, uh,
0: (laughs) it's all legal now.
1: yeah, Yeah. Uh, I just, yeah. That, that particular night, I, when, when I go to get on stage, and perform, dude. I uh I kind of be, become just someone different, you know. Not not that saying I'm like, oh, I get in the character. It's just I get up there and I feel like I've got a little bit of a job to do. And kind tap
0: into your K fade a little bit. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> break K <kayfabe. laughs> Never break the K fade, brother. No, oh, I God. it it's just I it's you gotta get on a roll and you gotta mm-hmm. be and you know, my girl said it. She's like, there's a real difference between Steven and Stevie Mo. She's like, I, I think Stevie Mo funny on stage, but being in a car with him is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you're being Stevie Mo right now. I should have asked, but hey, dude, you know, you're you're getting into. <laughs> I knew what I was
0: getting into. I mean, yeah, I'm surprised it lasted this long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I was trying to be somewhat decent. Don't I actually should have got We've been trying to get this going for a while now,
0: so I'm glad it finally worked out and that I finally quit being an idiot. And <laughs> fucking Zoom, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the whole, uh, yeah, us like trying to figure this out for like 15 minutes and then finally I was like, all right, disconnect that and then connect that and then it just popped up. It's like, yeah, yeah everything was it connected. It was just something
0: that stupid. It had to be yeah. something that simple.
1: Uh, dude, it's, it's, it's technology. If yeah. it was easy, everybody would be not, it, it, no one would have anything to complain about.
0: Well, believe it or not, you're going to be the first call-in episode, which, I mean, we'll both, as we both, we both do podcasts, we both love doing them, and I'll be the first to admit that, like, it's less intimate, it's less personal, but, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, so, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was, I think I've gone over a month since my last podcast, because I'm back to work, both of my bosses had COVID, (laughs) and so I ended up, I ended up working 50, 60 hour weeks there for, the last two or three weeks being miserable. And I was not in the mood to drive somewhere, you know, try to podcast. So we're going to tap into this game a little bit, you know, maybe every other, every couple episodes I'll have to do a call in, but you know, I just like meeting and talking to cool people. And, and if this is one way we got to do it, there's one way we got to do it.
1: Yeah. uh, It works. I mean, I, I, uh, I, I, I've done most of my podcasts with the exception of a couple through zoom phone calls and it it works out for me i would like to do more in-person things but i don't really have a studio set up yet wink um but yeah i've got uh, i've got some shit in the works and just finally yeah i'm finally kind of getting back to work too uh things are gonna start picking up this summer and i'm gonna just stay busy you know grind this out i've got uh I've got some other projects in the works and I've got, I've got some pretty decent name guests lined up that I was like, Oh, okay. You're going to do this. Holy shit. We're better to be on my a game. So, you know, and yeah, I kind of explained the situation there. They're, they're pretty cool, but I'm like, you know, eventually if you could ever make it here, do this. Cause I got this idea, mm-hmm. you know, I've got, I've got a, a space brewing that I think is going to be, um, you know, like my, uh, now in my podcast headquarters but get essentially something for all the quad cities to uh you know gather around whether it be like music arts um you know kind of a space where ideas can be created things can be filmed uh but that's it, it's kind of a long shot, but it's not impossible so you, you know go, we'll, we'll 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 see where that goes if it uh if it doesn't work out you know I tried but if it does it's gonna be awesome it
0: sounds like kind of sounds like South Harmon Institute of Technology.
1: (laughs) 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 What was the the kid's name? Bartleby? Bartleby, yeah. Bartleby, yeah. Who was the the chick that was in it? Oh, that was... uh, I want to say... No, maybe not. Oh, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking of Van Wilder, too. I get those movies confused. Yeah, there was... Oh, yeah,
0: that was a different chick.
1: What Was that movie? That was, Accepted was the movie, right? Accepted, yeah. yeah all right, that's what it was. yeah,
0: South Harmon Institute of Technology. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be Stevie Mose.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, the world of entertainment. <laughs>
1: yeah, if, if if it all does go through, I, I really hope it it does. But if not, I mean, what the hell are you gonna do? You know,
0: well, you're gonna do you. <laughs> that's yeah. what you've
1: always done.
0: <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, you got the comedy thing going and, uh, I don't know, it seems like you're somewhere about to every, every other weekend, you know, yeah. and uh, on some of the podcasts that you've done already with some of the folks that you've worked with, um, it's like, it's kind of like me going to a bow shoot. I like to go and compete, but at the same time I'm going there to hang out with my bros and, you know. Lady friends that shoot and whatnot, and we're having a great time. So, like part of it's about shooting, part of it's about going and seeing people I never get to see.
1: Yeah, I uh I'm I'm known to have a good time. Uh <laughs> <It ain't laughs> I'm not, you know, I, I don't always take uh take things seriously. And there there's there's been a couple times, you know, back in uh back in the day that we had some serious things, and maybe I could have been a little bit more serious. Uh, but I wasn't, mm-hmm. and that's, that's what it is. You know, I'm not gonna, not gonna blame anybody, but you know, again, yeah. there's a, uh, there's a big difference between Stevie Mo and Steven. We need this shit done or Steve get the shit done. And, uh, I, I, you know, it would have been lackadaisical, but you know, it's just, it's, uh, again, you know, the whole, this whole COVID thing really um really changed me and i was i was talking to my lady that i'm seeing you know when i um i ran into her well i essentially met her almost ex- exactly a year ago to the day Hmm. almost uh, getting close depends on uh when this is and I, there was a video clip that she was in and i was like had i met you then things would not have been the same i'm like i'm not the <laughs> same person i was back then you know i had a i had a lot of growing up to do well, and one, i did it.
0: changed all of us but yeah. it either changed you for the better or the worst you're not gonna find a person that's just like you know i you know i, I pretty much stayed the same for me i actually got more busy with work during covid because i was essential so <laughs> so you know but i also started working out again started dieting started doing things you know that i didn't do before and I'm a better person from it, but I know people that like still have their doors locked, still don't hang out with their kids or their grandkids or, Mm-mm. you know, never went back to work because they're just scared to death of this thing and to each their own.
1: But yeah, I man, I had to, uh, I had to grind, you know, I got right. laid off and I was, I was picking up side jobs. I'm like, you know, I made really good money, but in the state of, uh, state of Illinois, it wasn't, wasn't getting unemployment to me. Uh, dude, I, I had to do what I had to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I' not don't know it I might get in trouble <laughs> if they hear it, but allegedly I might have bottled some mustard or worked behind the bar a couple of times you know it's, it's, it's tough was the undertaker always says tough times create tough men and you know it's funny like I'm kind of hitting people up I'm like, man do you got anything you need done and there is a very big um labor shortage in this country. nobody Everybody wants else. to work everybody's getting money you a, restaurants can't get any help. Meanwhile, you got cats like me that are like, shit, I got a free couple hours, you know, money talks, you know,
2: yeah.
1: that's it. That, that's me. And that's, that's kind of the, the, the hustle that I, um, I acquired, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, uh, uh, again, you know, I, I, I want to point it back to around this time last year is when I started finally like, okay, you got to get this shit together. And that's when this podcast essentially started, that I do, started brewing. Um, It was, uh, what do I want to do? And I kind of thought about it. I thought, well, I really want to be me. And at the time, the platform that I was on, if I were to be me, it would really take away from the good content. Mhm. So, you know, that's kind of when I started drifting out, wanted to wanted to expand and I, you know, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and bullshit and act like I was working my ass off on the on the WCB podcast the last couple months. I mean, it became very clear <laughs> that that I was kind of checked out from it. And that, that that's on me. That's on me. I should have uh I should have had a had a better conversation with uh with everybody, but um it it worked out fine in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- that's probably my one regret is I didn't sit down with everybody and kind of express how I'm feeling. I kind of just,
2: just went had it. an
1: idea that, yeah, had an idea mm-hmm. that I wanted to do and, uh, not saying I was just trying to write it out, but I just, I, I didn't want to just leave. It's mm-hmm. like, bye, you know, cause I was there from the get go. Like I started it. was probably
0: no good way to do it. I mean, it's kind of like a band aid type thing, you know, rip it off, make mm-hmm. it happen. And, and, you know, I, I know those guys don't harvest too much ill will towards you at all. And no, not at all. And, like, and I still even t- still podcast with some of the guys you podcasted, Like, I'm pretty sure you met T-Bone through WCB. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it opened up doors for you. I'm, how how often, how often would somebody sit down and have a conversation with T-Bone about golf? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's and that's why I wanted to do this, because, you know, yeah. it, it got to a point where, um you know, we'd be talking after the episodes and it was like, dude, Steve, could you stay on fucking point? I'm like, but isn't it cool? But isn't it cool that these guys have these other interests? It's like, yeah, but save that for private conversation. And in my mind, I thought that that could be a better way to help relate to people. And that's really where the idea started, started brewing again. I wish I would have had this all together and then I could have pitched it and then it could have been, you know, um, it could have been something else, but it is what it is now. Mm-hmm. And you know, looking back on it, there's uh dude, I I I had a lot of great times. I cannot complain one bit. You know, I gotta I gotta fault myself for um for not I I I should have put more effort in, to be honest with you. But I know what I should have done and I know what I need to do now. So mm-hmm. it's not like um you know, it's not like this is uh this is the worst thing for me um you know and if if my podcast never goes anywhere i'm fine with that Uh, that's where
0: i'm at yeah i'm i'm on here to meet and talk to cool people you know do cool stuff blah 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 it's i guess if people listen to it that's great but like it's pretty much just a chronicle of me (laughs) it's just like you know it's like that old set of encyclopedias you had as a kid at your house that you never opened unless you were like putting them on a chair to sit on them to get, you know, up to your oatmeal or something. <laughs> it's like, here's my set of encyclopedias. If nobody ever listens to them or watches them or whatever, then that's fine. But you know, I'm going to have fun with it. So piss on it.
1: Yeah, no shit. I hear that.
0: But, um, and you've had some cool folks on, which mm-hmm. is awesome. And, um, some of that's through your comedy world. Some of that was from the hunting world. Some of that's from, just being in the quad cities, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's, um, there's, a, there's actually a lot more things to come from my personal interest. Just guys that, um, you know, I've always looked at and then obviously the, the pro wrestling thing. That's, um, that's just that, that's, that's a love that I've always had. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's going to be a lot more pro wrestlers on. Um, yeah. I was watching,
0: uh, I was flipping through Facebook today and, um, Eddie Guerrero took uh, Ric Flair's wallet and number. <laughs> 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 to give it back. I was just like, "God, Stevie would be eating this up."
1: Yeah, uh, I. That was a. I guess there was a. Uh, you know, a turning point in my life where I somewhat got involved in the wrestling business. Mm-hmm. Where I'd always been a fan And I actually got to call some matches And kind of see how it all actually works I mean you can you can turn on the TV, the internet And see what everybody's talking about Right You know like how does this shit work But even more you know, so actually, now than ever Like yeah
0: it, It's crazy because as a kid You know it was flipping on Monday nights Between Raw and Nitro And like mm-hmm. you know just trying to catch the, the important parts so that you had something To talk to when you got to school the next day and, you know, there was a point in my life where I kind of let that all go. But like now that they've got all these little short videos and stuff on Facebook where it's like they're actually talking about the struggles that Shawn Michaels went through or they're talking about um, really about anything. I mean, they, there was a whole thing on Ric Flair's uh, air. What, what, he crashed in a plane, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hamels he was thought. in a plane crash. <laughs> I think it yeah, tore he, him tore him up real bad, and didn't it kill another guy? And
1: I yeah, I I was just reading about that the other day, and I just it was like right before I was about to go to bed, it was like some Wikipedia thing because I was trying to look up a some match that he was in, and just got to the personal life, and yeah, uh, fuck, because when when did that happen? Seven? No, was it eighties? Wasn't it? What was that? I think believe. that
0: was back before WWF. Like he was just flying around doing. Because if you listen to a, like the older guys talk, like the actual breakdown of wrestling back in the day, it wasn't like this huge televised thing. It's like there were circuits of it throughout the country and the country was kind of in chunks and what circuit you would follow or which one. And these guys would jump from circuit to circuit, you know, just trying to stay and
1: work. Kinda, yeah. There was a. Yeah. So. It was called the territory days. Gotcha. Um, for a lot of people that don't um don't follow wrestling, but that was a very interesting time too, because that's where the NWA uh really like they everybody had the National Wrestling Alliance, so you had you know promotions that if Flair's a the champ, then Flair can go to these places and essentially defend the belt, but then also because it it was territorial, so you had New York, which was you know, they still <laughs> They still call WWE New York, mm-hmm. you know, as that old term. And then you had, you know, the South, which was like Florida, or you know, where Dusty Roads was mm-hmm. um at. And then, you know, you have all these different places, uh, you know, where like AWA would be. Um, and you they stayed local to it. Now, the one fascinating thing about that, not to get too far down a rabbit hole, but like these they would cover massive areas like you know, Texas had their whole one. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one territory in specific. It was Memphis, like just Memphis, the city. And they used to draw about the same number as every other territory. And Jerry, the King Lawler was on top there for like four <laughs> decades. And it's like that you, it, it, it's fascinating to see you're like, okay, there was all these wrestling fans here. And then just the city of Memphis, like why that, why the Memphis territory? And I mean, there's other you know surrounding areas, but yeah. Just that in itself. It's, that, it's that's, that's cool a very, see
0: how it's, how it's all kind of gone down over the years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that you're still a student of the wrestling game and you still go to, you still go to local matches and stuff. And you just had a podcast
1: with a wrestler for crying out loud. Yeah, uh, it Was it like that J- whole
0: episode in K-Fade or what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. those was with a uh, JT energy and
0: I didn't know if that was Stevie Moe or if that was Steven doing that podcast. <laughs>
1: uh, it it started out one way and then, you know, I, and I didn't ask him, we were having some troll getting connected and uh-huh. I should have asked, I was like, Hey dude, do you like, I mean, do you want to be JT energy this whole thing? Cause a lot of times when like guys do podcasts. Um, I should have known cause he's like, Hey, I want to promote the match. And then when he started going into it, I quickly picked up.
0: And he jumped into it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he's, he's uh as as far as him being able to stay in character that long, I thought that was very, very good, you know, mm-hmm. because for the most part, you know, a lot of the the boys and gals working um, are very good at staying in character for their match, which could be a 15, 20-minute match, you know, cutting a two-minute promo. But for him to do that, it, I think it was good for him to be able to expand on it and, you know, garner some new ideas and, and things like that. So I, I, I was I was very impressed with it. And he's a pretty good wrestler too and just a, one of the nicest guys ever and you know don't let him hear me <laughs> hear him say that but <laughs> yeah I, it hit when I, I think it was probably like this seven eight minutes in when i realized i was like eh, okay we're gonna stay and if you uh, listen okay, to it in, yep. yeah yeah if, if you go and listen to it then you start seeing me and then by the end i was like i i was i was on crotch's side first but now i'm on your side i saw the yeah. white he's like yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I I was yelling things at you as well.
1: <laughs> I was just like
0: God, he's buttering this one up.
1: It's oh yeah, well. but it's a hey, dude. It's it's pro wrestling. I can do yeah. that. You know, I I can do that. I, and that that's one of my favorite things about um, you know. when you hear guys talk about how they want to. Not a lot of guys like working babyface. They like working heel because. Uh-huh. It's a lot more fun, you get to yell shit at people, and you know, you don't always have to have this good guy persona, you can just tear down a crowd and call people fat and ugly, and it's fun. Well, that's what he was doing. Yeah,
0: there's <laughs> an ugly person and their ugly kids coming to this match smelling like McDonald's. Yeah, it's <laughs> just like this guy's deep.
2: Nah, yeah, was, was
0: great though, and then, um. So, so what's new on the, um, on the comedy scene? You got, you still doing shows? I know like every, every other weekend.
1: Yeah. I did the, uh, I did the village theater last week. Um, it was our first little open mic, but it was stage time. And I was like, yeah, I'll go do it. Um, you know, it's really the only, um, excuse me. Oh,
0: you're good.
1: Yeah. I just drink a Mio energy caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still yawning. Dandies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh so I did that. Um uh, and that was uh that was a fun little place to to do comedy. I mean, you, when you get into the world of comedy, there's a lot of um if you <laughs> the majority of it, if you have a difference of uh political opinions of who is currently in office now, you might want to hold them to yourself because there's not a whole lot of agreements on your end so right that's what you know because you got a lot of people in a lot of, a lot of the comics were just trash and trump yeah and i was like that's fine because i do it all the time too I'm Like, yeah i'm not uh but when you when you go do um Places like this, and I'm not saying it's it's bad, but it's a it, it's a theater where there's a lot of theater people, so there's a very liberal mindset, and most everybody in there was. And that was one of those rooms that you know, back in my early days of doing comedy, I'd be like, "Let me see if I can offend them." Like I I did the Yacht Club in Iowa City, and I was just praising Mitt Romney. Like that's <laughs> that's like, it's not something that you want to do, even if I thought it was funny. Which it, it, it at the end of the day, it wasn't. But for me, I yeah my uh oh, this is kind of where I was I was trying to wrap that up. I'm like you know where where I used to be and stand up where I am now. I'm like okay you know if you go into a room that's very liberal, I'm like how do you try to present yourself in a way that you can make everybody laugh at you and laugh along with you? And I think that's um I think that's kind of something to to say. And I, I'm and I'm not saying that I was gonna go mm-hmm. out there and just be like you know like I'm super right. But, but I, I, I went in there with a mindset of, I was like, okay, how do I get a room in a, in an area that's mostly leaning one way? I'm like, how do we all laugh together and what jokes can I make? And I had to, I had to take digs at myself and Mm -hmm. at certain movements. And I just was like, Hey, let's all laugh about this together. I'm like, because at the end of the day, no matter what anybody thinks, feels, if we can all laugh mm-hmm. and enjoy ourselves for these little, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes or two hours, mm-hmm. you know, we we, we we can block it all away. So that's, that's how I always get, try to do stand up now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I go, hey, look, how can I express what I believe in? And most of the time, you know, whenever I tell people what I actually believe, they start laughing anyway. Right. <laughs> so it's a, but I'm like, uh, how do I? How do I? I don't, make that I mean, you've got a
0: podcast where you talk about aliens and <laughs> wrestling, and
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 how do I make everybody feel comfortable with the stupid stuff that I say? So, it's you know, that, that's kind of the mindset that I've been been going through, and I it's it's really working out. I mean, I I have I have a lot more fun on stage now. Because Mm -hmm. I'm like, you you almost feel like nothing's off limits, Um, you know. So whatever, I just want to trash whatever's new. Like nothing's off limits. If it's gonna make people laugh, I want to say it. Kind of where I'm at, and that's and you watch the great
0: ones. You, you, I mean, you you watch some of the great ones. The, uh, um, you know, Ralphie May was one that I really loved for a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. Robin Williams, one that I really enjoyed his stuff for a long time. And uh, you know, and in the greats like Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, why oh, were yeah. they so big? Why did they have the success they had? And I think a lot of it was because they took digs at themselves, they took digs at their loved ones and their own families and stuff, and then they made fun of everybody else, you know, including their own. I guess, for lack of a better term, their their own. I'm not gonna say race because we're all human race, but I mean they made fun <laughs> of their own cultures, they made fun of their own um, way of life and the people they grow up around and stuff. It's like, it, dude, if you can't laugh at yourself, don't try to come up here and make me laugh at, <laughs> you know, at somebody else. So yeah,
1: no, I I get that, and you know, George, everybody goes to George Carlin, um, and I I was actually just rereading his uh rereading his book. Um Napalm and Silly Putty. I don't know why I couldn't think of it. I'm like, I'm trying to look around for it. It's, is it literally right here? No. No, I thought, I thought it was literally on my desk. Oh, Oh, it's right over there. Right, (laughs) It's right by my bed. (laughs) But yeah, it's, you know, I think that's a thing that with cancel culture, you say like one bad joke. It doesn't matter what you do, what you say. Like You say one bad joke and then all of a sudden Four year old girls on Twitter get you pulled off of a Netflix series. That was very successful. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. For what? A joke he said in a comedy club? Like Number one, stop filming inside of comedy clubs. And number two, you're in a comedy club. They're trying to make jokes. And if the crowd's laughing, mm-hmm. w- what is the problem? You right. know what I mean?
0: And, I, I mean, they started... <sighs> A while back, I remember because when uh, the the dude that played Kramer in Seinfeld, oh, yeah, he got into a bunch of trouble for saying some things that he probably shouldn't have. He kind of freaked out at a club. And I guess like the week before that, he had told people, he's like, I hate that club. I'm not comfortable there. And part of it was, was they were one of the few, cl- I want to say it was an LA club. And one of the few LA clubs that let um 18 and over people in instead of most of them I guess are like 21 and over Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so I guess once you have that dynamic there of people just going in there to heckle for no other not there for comedy but just there to be jerks (laughs) and uh, like it it kind of tore him up for a while to where you know kind of curbed his career for a long time and that was I want to say 10-15 years ago right yeah Uh, we had a lot of the issues we have
1: now (laughs) Yeah, it's you know you always got to be careful what you say, um, and if you're trying to make a joke, you know I I say that you got to be careful and like I'm saying as a uh, as a as a as a comic you got to be careful in how you want to use words to get a joke over, and mm-hmm. I was really bad at that, and what I mean by that is I'm not saying. If you have a joke, say it, like, go for it, say it. Me, when I meet, mean, what I mean by that is I used to use the F, F word, every other word that doesn't get last. If you can be careful enough to think of a different word that you could place in there to get maybe a different reaction, but still like, yeah, that's, that's where I meant to to go with that. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as what, as far as what he was saying, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there ain't a whole lot of, uh, I mean, you could just not say what he said, but uh, is there a way that he could have presented what he was trying to say in a different way? Probably not, but maybe, but he went for a joke and the people who were in the crowd were laughing. Mm-hmm. So it's just it, you know
0: somebody had him riled up and he yeah. had uh you know this was the the new age of cell phones and cameras and and uh you know probably caught him doing or saying something that uh he'd probably said a million times before and this time it caught him
1: <laughs> That's uh, and that's very true. Um who they just tried they just tried to cancel uh uh, what's that kid? Uh, what's uh? He's he's Rogan's buddy, the wrestling fan. tells his name. Uh, I was here. he's always every time like Rogan has a wrestler like the Undertaker, he's there, and he he went out and uh, trashed trashed the Asian host and kind of went in in a way. I was like uh, uh, Tony Hinchcliffe. Uh, so they, yeah, yeah, so they tried to cancel him, which I, I, I heard what he said, you know, I saw the clip and I just, I was like, what, you know, it, it, to me it was whatever, but again, I'm a white guy sitting here. I don't,
2: right?
1: (laughs) I got, I got what, you know, Gallum seeing is a half Asian, you know, I, I haven't ever really brought it up to her about it, but I was just like, it's to me, I, I can't say that i was offended because i am not asian uh did i think what he said was that bad i i I don't know i'm not asian i can't i i I cannot speak on that so
0: well um i with uh comedians a lot of times they're they're one of two different groups they're either folks that come up with um really catchy material, or they're the
2: uh
0: it's funny because it's true type of folks <laughs> yeah, you know and and you know one group sometimes doesn't really care for the other because they're just like well, it's funny because it's true, and that's just uh that's just a way of doing comedy because you're not creative enough to
2: uh
0: <laughs> come up with stuff and it yeah. is what it is but is there is there a is is there in a sense like Those type of people are like really hurting because, like, how? It's funny because it's true, but you can say true things, and now it's offensive. (laughs) <laughs> it's such a gray area. And I'm sure as a comedian, like you have to dance around it very carefully. <laughs> and probably the more drinks and substances that Stevie has, he has to dance a little bit a <laughs> little different each time.
1: Uh, uh so if I if I'm ever addressing the issue of race, um yeah, you know, I I will always Lean on the side of if it's funny, but it still doesn't, you know, it drag it. Yeah, dra- doesn't drag anyone down. Um, <laughs> everybody, you know, they're, all the races now are coming together, and then that usually starts getting a pop. Right, and like for one, uh, one great cause is ruining Evangelina's glasses. <laughs> so, Gosh. you know, because I. <laughs> I <laughs> if, 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 if I'm doing jokes about race, like that's, that's about the extent where I go. I mean, I won't, um, yeah. Cause I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I know there's a lot, of, a lot of people that can go a little bit further, but for me, it's just, it's it race related material. just isn't my thing. Right. Um, it, it, it can be for some other people like it, you know, like I can touch on it. If it, if it, Maybe requires it, but I don't think anything ever requires it. I just it's it's not. Well, in there's, my so many, um,
0: there's so many there's uh, so many stereotypes and biases that that people. I don't know. Everybody's different when it comes to defining um, bias or defining racism, and it's different mm-hmm. for everybody. It's it for each and every different person, like. You could say something that was, you know, funny in a sense, but you know, other people are going to say that's not funny, that's offensive. It's like, well, okay, you got to trade, you got to tread these waters.
1: Yeah. And another, another big issue with uh, a joke getting leaked if you, if someone doesn't see the whole set and only leaks a portion of the joke, sometimes that can, you know, someone could be like, well that doesn't do what he said in that moment justice it's just like yeah probably not but you know if you get the whole picture painted it that there's certain situations i think that could could be avoided if they watch the whole thing but you know in in this world people's attention span isn't that big and if you're not in that moment and you take a piece of it like and someone shares that you know shares like a small clip of like a hour-long stand-up special right
2: like, mm-hmm. like
1: a seven second clip you're like ah oh well they snuck that one in i don't remember that <laughs> well but yeah that's it you
0: know well, that's it's, just kind of That's that's the world we live in man i mean and it's not just comedy i mean it's you can't walk into a gas station without wearing a mask and not
1: pissing somebody off
2: so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know? i mean you get yeah you gotta you gotta understand you're People are uh, people are always looking for a reason to be upset about something, and given that in this world we make everybody feel like they're special and like their opinion actually matters, mm-hmm. you know, it's I think I think that's a problem. I think when you know, uh, and again, I say this as a sheet metal worker with a uh, with a podcast, so <laughs> take this as a grand will so but like, bro, just because you're a construction worker doesn't mean your opinion matters on anything. <laughs> And I got to remind myself about that. Cause I'm like, I, I used to, I used to post a bunch of political stuff and now I just, I, I just don't care enough. Um, <laughs> but it's like, dude, who am I? My opinion doesn't matter. And then I start a podcast and put my message out to the world. So do I really believe, <laughs> do, I, do I really believe I'm like, am I a hypocrite? I think so. <laughs> well,
0: you're doing it for you and you're doing it to have fun. You're not, you know, Yeah. If people don't like it, they don't have to listen. You know, that's, that's, that's the number one thing. If you don't like it, don't listen. If you don't like it, don't show up. If you don't like it, find something else. And that's why I didn't do a hunting podcast or an archery podcast, Mm -hmm. because there's a million and a half of those out there. Go out there and find them. That's fine. You know, but I want to talk to people that do that hunt. I want to talk to people about the outdoors and mm-hmm. talk to people about comedy because in, in a sense, you're still bringing folks together. You're still trying to have a good time. And and that's your, your sense of community. And that's how you reach out to folks. I know you love to hunt and you, you, you've got that going on and, and, you know, you do a bunch of comedy where you make fun of yourself most of the time.
1: <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> so really, I'm like, uh, yeah dude uh, I I feel like the the more you can do and the more fun you can consistently have you know the better quality of life is gonna be and I I, I never wanted to subscribe like I get I get so burned out when uh when I feel like you know uh, my boss would be like well oh, come in Saturday he's like this is what I do this is my life like no dude I like I don't want to come. Like, I want to be here maximum 40 hours, like maximum. Do this, all I want to work. Yeah. Is 40 hours. I don't
0: do this job because I love it. I do this job because it affords me the things I enjoy to do.
1: You know? Yeah. And my, my girl was telling me, she's like, this is my day. She's like, I came home and I, I got so much done. She's like, I bleached the bath mat and then flipped it over. And I'm like, Sigh. I, I always want more out of life and I, I get there's certain things that you have to do. So some weeks, man, you just got to come home. You got to do the house chores. But I feel like, you know, with weekends, you know, with with kids in your life, I mean, you know, hanging out on the house on a Saturday every once in a while wasn't a bad thing, but you, you could have used that Saturday to go take the kids fishing. You guys could have gone on a mm-hmm. new hiking trip. You know, you can get into a new hobby and experience new things and travel. Uh, you know, I, I never wanted to be the guy that, who worked his life away, and I'm never gonna be that guy like there right. there's more to life than than working if you, you know, don't that's have why a have, ch-
0: if you don't have a chance to enjoy that money you're making then why are you doing it like
1: yeah i i mean and that's why I like have more than one hobby like it it keeps me busy throughout the year i mean you know there's a lot of guys that can make hunting happen all year long me you know i I can make hunting happen uh during like October to like january um right. and then you know i like uh i like golfing in the summer and I, I man I've only been out like two or three times this year I just haven't haven't had the uh haven't had the time to make it out but I mean hopefully this weekend I'll uh I'll get out I just it's
0: it, it got ridiculous this last weekend I'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah that's this, this Friday Friday my buddy texts me and he's just like hey uh we're gonna do He's like, he's a forester. So pretty much mm-hmm. he has to work when, uh, when the land is dry <laughs> and <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> we've had five inches of rain in May. So, um, more or less, he was just like, yeah, if we're going to shoot, we got to go Saturday morning. Cause if it's dry Sunday morning, I've got to go to work. I'm like, dude, I get it. So, oh crap. Uh, my bow's not ready. <laughs> so <That's> I <right. laughs> like in this cattle barn. Friday night, because it's the only way I can get 30, 40 yards with the rain and the wind and everything else, just trying to get marks and it got stupid. But then after we shot Saturday, Oh, Sunday, I went and played 18 and then a buddy and I went and played another nine in the afternoon. And then Sunday morning, we did a, like an 18 hole scramble. And then when we were all done, we said, piss on it. We'll play nine more. And (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it was a lot of golf. It wasn't, well, I don't even know if you can call
1: it golf, but
0: <laughs> it was a good time.
1: We've had we've had a couple days like that where we got done playing 18 and we're like, you want to run nine more? It's like, yep. And then yep, you get the I still got nine three
0: beers in my cooler and.
1: <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, well, we're at the back nine. always we'll go play for another, pay another nine. <laughs> we did that two summers ago. Me and my buddy, Jake, and we did it like so much. This guy was just like. Like he goes, you guys want to pay for, you know, 36. Nah, let's pay, pay for 18 dog. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna play any more than this. Then we go play another nine. Then it start to get dark. And then it got to a point where we'd get like four or five extra holes in because, you know, (laughs) we've already (laughs) played 18 plus nine. And then, you know, it just starts getting too dark and right. You know, being there was a couple of us, it, it, but those are those are some fun days of golf, and I' not too proud to admit this, but I'm surprised to admit it home most of those nights. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you look at your bank account, and you're like I don't know what hurts more, my bank account or my liver.
0: Uh, do I want to golf, or you know, am I going to make it on a case of Bush Light this month, or am I buying <laughs> an, am I buying a line in Google's and not golfing?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: struggling.
1: I switched to Keystone. I don't I don't drink Bush anymore. I'm I've 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 had enough. I, I've, I'm sure. My dad that was the beer that was always in his fridge. And, and we I started out in Keystone in high school, drank that. Um, usually when I'm going cheap, like I I started drinking Miller, uh, Miller Light. And funny enough, I keep talking about it. My, my girl, she actually drinks Miller Light too. So Ugh. It works out. I, I enjoy (laughs) whatever works, whatever floats your boat, man. Yeah, it is what it is. (laughs)
0: Right. I think the one day you messaged me and you were just like, yeah, I'm going to, or you were giving me crap about something. I was drinking one day I was like, dude, what, what are you the kind of guy that goes to your dad's house and tries to steal ultras out of his garage fridge? And you're like oh, you messaged yeah. me an hour later. Uh, actually, uh, yeah, I was at my dad's house trying to
1: steal beer. And like, ironically I'm enough, like, yeah, he dude. does
0: drink ultras.
1: Dude, I cleared my dad out of some uh, McUltras the other day. He started. <laughs> that's what he drinks now. Uh, I went over to his house on Mother's Day. My mom was taking a nap, so just me and my dad ended up out listening to we're uh, listening to new Black Keys album and just drinking having a good time and you know occasionally i had to go back behind the garage and... <coughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah no, I, I definitely cleaned him out of uh clean of a Ultra that day nice all
0: right man well um why don't you throw your socials out there and tell people about the podcast well, i mean we've already talked about the podcast but give them an idea what's going on with the podcast where they can find it yada yada find you on the old fat book facebook or the instagram whatever whatever it is you like to meet the ladies on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm on, uh, <laughs> I mean, if you, if you find my, uh, find my Facebook, that's fine. Um, if you know my real name, great. Otherwise, go to getting strange with Stevie Mo. That's, uh, that's the name of my podcast. That's on Facebook. Uh, that's strange, Steve pod on Instagram and my personal Instagram, Stevie Mo underscore 89 is where you're going to see more of my wild ish stuff. <laughs> like, what was the most recent video I posted well, me the and more this wild dude you want it, doing just, the dude that I met doing the
0: macarena the yeah the farther back you scroll in his stuff <laughs> the like the more interesting it's probably going to get
1: <laughs> I, yeah you can go you can go way back uh and kind of see a journey of what a uh, what I've gone through for the past couple of years and you know, I'm not. I'm. Uh, I'll always leave it up there because I'm not ashamed of any of it. But there's right. some shit that I look back. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> But what do you? You know, dude. What? What are you? What are you gonna do? You know, Nothing. you Live I mean, your life.
0: Yeah, it's it's what's made you who yeah, you are now. Your- you know, you're feeling good about things. Feeling, you know, the podcast is doing good. You got a lady friend. I mean, you know, things oh, are yeah. looking up for the for the Stevie Mo. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a like I said, man, I've got some, uh, I got some really, really cool shit lined up. Some really surprising things that I was like, I never thought in a million years, this would happen, but you know, it's a, it's, it's a journey that I'm very excited to be on mm-hmm. right now. Um, do I wish maybe uh, things could have happened differently? You always can, but if you spend time, anytime wishing that, things Could have been different, you're really taking away from the time that you could be thinking about how to make it better now.
0: Now, yes, you know, so how that's it uh, better now and in the future. Yep,
1: yeah, that's and that's uh, that's that's my little advice if I could give uh, anybody that's out here listening because hey man, you know, ain't, ain't no sense in, in thinking about what could have been, what you should have done, what happened when you can really figure out how to make right now happen.
0: Yeah. And tomorrow isn't promised. So, you know, exactly do what you can drink some beers, have a good time. And, uh, you know, just, (laughs) you know, and, i I know you're a you're a i'm gonna live in the moment type of guy like if (laughs) if if there's a reason to the pound 30 beers and and take your shirt off and run around like you're gonna figure it out but you know
1: yeah that's happened (laughs) it happens it happens
0: all right dude well thanks for coming on we're gonna do this again one of these days um it's absolutely finally cool we finally was able to to catch up because we're just you know we're on the snapchats like just giving each other crap all day as like well we probably ought to record part of it
1: <laughs> yeah and i'll uh, i'll end up getting you on uh on an episode of mine too and we'll uh Ooh. we'll kind of pick up where uh where this left off and we'll uh we'll just go from there i, I appreciate you for letting me uh let me on here it was a uh, it was a blast
0: no, I enjoy your show. I I actually enjoyed your character when you were on WCB. And, <laughs> you know, because we all need that. We all need that guy in our life, honestly. But and and you got to think about it. when you were when you left WCB. There's a lot of people wondering where the hell Stevie go.
1: So, well, I can tell you they didn't reach out to me.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they might have. They might have wondered. I'm starting to get some people filtering now. Like, hey man, I'm months behind. Where the hell are you? <laughs> oh, you're quite a bit behind, bud. <laughs> I just, I tell people, I was like, yeah, I, they, they it was an injury angle. They wrote me off TV. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I'm over here nursing an old, old wrestling injury. So
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They let me
0: go. All right, man. Well, I'll have people find you. Steve getting strange with Stevie Mo on, um, Apple podcast, Spotify. I know you're on most of all of them. Um, mm-hmm uh, send people that way. We'll throw up some links and stuff on the page and, you know, and just share it around and we'll do this again. It was fun.
1: All right. Yeah. Thanks, buddy.
0: All right. Thanks.